When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there's a misconception that if you're single, you are incomplete, perhaps damaged, salvaged, and you won't be happy until you find your one. And that is not true. That is bullshit. It is a message that has been fed to us by media and advertising. The truth is, when you're single, you have the richest soil for growth. That's why I created this podcast. And unlike other podcasts, this one is host-driven, not guest-driven. That means I will be rotating health and wellness experts three times a week to give you the giant box of wellness crayons, not just the primary colors, so you can start building a meaningful life. It's time to give singlehood a cape. All right, so first, I want to apologize for the... uh, possible sipping of the coffee in advance. Drinking coffee or beverages on a podcast is like having a friend who smokes and you get it. The person is addicted, but you don't want that shit in your face. So you're like, all right, can you just blow it over there? And you know what? I will do that. I will blow it over there. But I'm telling you, um, I just have better conversations with coffee. You know what it is, is uh, I, I've been working at a coffee shop since 2000. I mean, even before 2010. I mean, back, back in the screenwriter days since I was in my 20s, and it's become a pacifier. Anyway, enough about me. Let's get to your questions. Okay. Question. I feel guilty or I feel guilt for ending things because he was distant and cold. He said he can't give more. I, I wonder if, uh, is it guilt that you're feeling? Or is it that, um, because if he, was, if he was distant and cold and he said I can't give more, um, then, I mean, you know, what, what, what can you do with that, right? Uh, especially the I can't give more. For me, when someone says I can't give more, it means that th- there's, no, there's no building of anything, you know? I mean, unless you're asking for so much, it's not about compromise anymore, but it's about compromise of self, then that's different, right? But if he's been distant and cold and that's where he wants to stay and he's not willing to work on that, um, you're only 50% of, of any relationship. So the plane's going to go down no matter what, even if you're, you're, you're perfect. So uh, the, the quote-unquote guilt is coming from you possibly thinking that you could have done more or you could have held on or you could have fixed this possibly, right? Um, so I get that. I get that on the surface. Uh, you do feel guilty in that maybe, maybe you could have done more. I've I've been in relationships where I know I could have done more. I, I've been in, um, I mean, not a lot, but I've been in, in one 
one or two where I left feeling guilt because I didn't do um, enough or I, I didn't give it a fair shot by really doing everything I could if I was to be honest with myself. So I get that piece. Um, but I think underneath it, I don't know if it if it is guilt because you know with with feelings there there's there's layers right and and it's not just um primary colors right there's grays and and um feel to me i i feel i see feelings as almost like um like energy uh, uh this kind of living breathing molding you know things ta- taking shape and dissolving and coming back i don't i don't see feelings like um, many people see feelings like, you know, red, blue, like colors, right? Um, and a lot of people see feelings as primary colors, just, you know, sad, happy, angry. Um, so yes, I understand that you may feel guilty because, uh, you might have ended it, or maybe you didn't give him a a full, uh, or what you believe a, a full chance. Um, but if he is being distant, cold and saying that that's where he's at and he can't give more, then it just kind of ends by default, right? Unless you stay in it, taking it, and deciding that this is enough for you. Obviously, you didn't, so good for you. Um, but I wonder what's underneath the guilt. And I don't know. You know, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe there's feelings you have about yourself. Uh, maybe you are internalizing and thinking that uh, you're less than. I think a lot of people, when relationships end, internalize because, uh, let's face it, we all do, and tie our worth, our value, um, our hearts, our ability to the relationship. And because someone isn't doing enough or can't do enough and the relationship goes down, you feel that um, somehow it was your fault or you feel that um, you're, you're less valuable because of it, right? Or you jump to these kind of false beliefs, uh, like you're not lovable, or, you know, it depends on your story. I mean, that's, that's the big piece there. Okay, next question. Never been in a relationship. Get scared every time I get feelings and cut things off. So this is a common thing. So I just want to first say that uh, you're not the only one. Now, of course, if you've never been in a relationship, it's it's gonna you know you you're gonna be one curious and thirsty, of course, but also scared. You know, I mean, anyone who's never done anything is going to be. Uh, they might not they might not be terrified, but they're gonna be scared, right? Like. Whenever I go on a new roller coaster, I am scared. And it's not just because I'm afraid of heights and I get motion sickness and all that. Um, and I'm using the, the roller coaster. It's actually a great analogy for a relationship or the date, whole dating experience. So you, you see the roller coaster. And for me, uh, it looks terrifying. You hear people screaming, right? But also you see that people are having fun and that it's safe. And so you say you want to go on this ride. Uh, and as you get closer to the line, your heart beats faster and faster. And then you get into the cart and you buckle up and you're like, all right, I'm doing this. There's no turning back. 
And as you start uh, inching toward the sky, and this is the scariest part, right? It's the climb. It's like that slow climb. You get more and more afraid. You're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done this. I want to pull out. I want to leave. And I think this is kind of the beginning of um, after the the honeymoon and sparks and, and you know, the excitement of getting to know someone, um, knowing that this could be real, knowing that this can be permanent. I, I don't want to say permanent as in forever, but like um, it's not just dating, right? Knowing that um, this is going to be a relationship, right? That's like... That's like climbing, inching toward the uh, the roller coaster before the drop. And then, of course, there's a drop. And I think the drop can be um, the, the, the shock and realization that um, people are different. And that uh, now you are seeing this person that you're uh, dating through a clearer lens because uh, the dopamine and chemicals that have been firing in your brain from the honeymoon phase is now fading. And you're starting to see flaws. You're starting to see, you know, things that don't match up, right? You're starting to see differences and all that. Maybe that's the drop, right? And then um, you now go on the ride and you're still in it and you're going on this ride and uh, it's scary, there are a lot of loops and unexpected turns. And so in the dating slash relationship, uh, there's fights, there's disconnect, uh, life happens, right? Wrenches are thrown. Hopefully not at each other. I meant like wrenches are thrown into your relationship. Okay. But there's also a point in a roller coaster where and and listen, I um, I'm not like a super fan of roller coasters, but but I could find joy in them, and this is the point where I find the joy. It's the, definitely not in the beginning. It's when you make the decision to let go, to put your arms in the air, and just say fuck it, I'm going, I'm going. I don't care if I die, I'm gonna have a good time, and you lean forward. Uh, literally and figuratively, you just lean into it. And and this is when it goes from scary or frustrating, or I want to get off this ride, to uh, exciting. You know, this is when it goes from panic to adrenaline and adrenaline, adrenaline in a good way. And adrenaline, I am addicted to. I ride motorcycles. I, you know, used to break dance. You know, like in workouts, I go, I go, I go as hard as I can for the for the dopamine, for the adrenaline, and um, then the roller coaster becomes fun. You know, um, then the loops aren't terrifying. There, you get to a point where you're like, okay, give me more. I want to go faster, right? And I think in relationships, if you let go. And to me, letting go means a few things. First, it means to not pull from ego. It means to try to understand before trying to be understood. It means to uh, look inward, to review your own shit, right? Letting go doesn't mean to not care. Letting go also means to be curious. Be curious about the differences, Letting go means to, and this is a big one, letting go means to let go of judgment. Let go of judgment. Not only 
your partner, but also the judgment you put on yourself. And finally, letting go means to um, let go of the past. Stop comparing this love experience to any other love experience um, because you're going to then try to control and um, get you're going to skin your head. You're going to um, say things that are you know, not as good. Or you're going to judge things, right? And judgment always pulls you out. Curiosity pulls you in. So I think it's about getting to the point of the ride. And many, um, many get off the ride before this point. Um, but getting to the point of the ride where you are now enjoying it more than being scared. That's my long-winded answer. So if you've never been in a relationship, like many people have never been on a roller coaster, well, that's not true. I mean, who, who hasn't been on a roller coaster? Um, and I understand you get scared because you've never been on the ride. Get on the ride, buckle up. It will be scary. Breathe, lean into it. Express to your partner that you're scared. Like, don't hide it. You know, that makes it, that makes it um, less scary, right? And also gives your partner a chance to, to do, do, this, do this with you, like go on the ride with you. And then um, get to a place where you're less afraid and now you're excited and now things are good. And that being said, no relationship is perfect. There are days you're going to want to bounce, right? And then there are days that you're so grateful and happy and you found an amazing person. But that's what you do. And the more you do that, the more you get on this ride, you might have to get on many rides, uh, you become less afraid. And any relationship um, is scary to a certain extent. So also be kind to yourself because uh, I've been in many relationships. I've been married. I've been, you know, I've been in nothing but relationships. Uh, I also have been single for long stretches as well. But yeah, our relationships are scary because you have to show yourself, you know, and you have to, um, there's this, uh, uh, when you're committing to some, someone and investing in something, there's pressure, Right, and then there's all this like self doubt. Am I making the right decision? Uh, what if the same shit happens as last time? Um, what if we're you know so different? Like whatever, right? You start getting in your head, and so uh, yeah, there 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 is a normal amount of fear when you decide to sit at the table of love and decide to invest your heart, your life. Um, into this relationship, not into this person. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I, I, I think I've said that before, but I don't like it because you're not investing in this person because now you're putting weight on the person, right? Like you're investing in this relationship. The other person is also investing in this relationship because when you say you're investing in this person, it just feels so like there's so much pressure riding on the person, right? Uh, it's like you guys are building something greater than both of you. So I like to reframe it as you're investing in this relationship, not in this person. Anyway, thank you for uh, asking these questions. Keep them coming. I will answer as many as I can. Also, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I love this podcast because there's a collective 
and it's not just uh, an old Korean therapist sipping coffee and talking about uh, his feelings and answering questions. We have a, a lot of experts rotating. Uh, I always use the analogy of the uh, 64-pack box of crayons, right? Not just the primary colors. And so I hope if you enjoyed these episodes, I hope you tell a friend. Every episode is like a grab bag. You don't know who's going to pop up, um, what expert, what the topic is. um, And I love that. And finally, this isn't just a podcast. It's actually an invitation for you to engage with like-minded single uh, people in my private community. And there's forums and chats, uh, live groups. It's not social media. There's no algorithms or ads. Um, It's a pure... Uh, password protected safe community and i would love for you to jump in just click on my bio link at the angry therapist on instagram there's many ways in but that's probably the fastest and uh, you'll see it there single on purpose and there's uh, courses and events and social hangs and all types of stuff so i will see you inside thank you for listening be well i hope that episode was helpful Hey, listen, if you want to share your singlehood journey, if you've gone somewhere, come back. If you have revelations and wisdom, please share your story. It's going to help other people. Nothing makes us feel more connected than hearing other people's stories. So just send me the audio of your story and you could just record it directly from your phone and email it to theangrytherapist at gmail.com. Also, if you want our single on purpose newsletter, go to singleonpurpose.life that's singleonpurpose.life you will get tools and articles and other people's stories and also uh, zoom links to private gathers so if you want to join our community go to singleonpurpose.life thank you for listening be well we hope you tell a friend hey before you go i want to invite you to the single on purpose private community online it's off of social media, no ads, no algorithms. We got forums, we got live groups, we got webinars, and we have social hangs. We also have offline in-person hangs happening soon. So check us out. Go to singleonpurpose.life. That's singleonpurpose.life, and I will see you inside.